Hello and welcome back to Drunken Time Travel. Farewell ye all you good passengers on the board. You've been waiting to say that all day, I have you? not. I just made that up on the spot. It didn't make sense and you can tell. Yes. Well, I just thought it doesn't make sense, so we've obviously been waiting to say it for some reason. But but apparently you haven't, so there we are. Because essentially when we started I said goodbye as well, for everybody. Yeah, that's why I strangely thought it made sense. Um, this week we're doing the web planet. Yes. Well, more specifically, you are. Uh, don't remind me. Uh, and we're also drinking beer, as yes. per the uh, stipulations mm. on the bottle. Yes, from the Wentworth Brewery. What can you tell me about the Wentworth Brewery, Gav? They've apparently won quite a few rewards as a microbrewery in the UK. They've won rewards. Rewards, yes. Yes. They have won rewards. Have they won uh, Brewery of the Month, something? Did they get a pen? Yes. Is that what they got? Yes, they got a pen, Gav, yes. Was it a gold pen? Was it a gold pen like Ian's? They possibly got a gold pen like Ian's, yes. Do you want to tell everyone the uh, delightful synopsis of the web planet? I don't care if you don't, just do it. Okay, Yes, this was broadcast on the 13th of February in 1965. I bet it was a Friday. Ding. It does seem rather apt. It does seem apt, I thought. So, uh... On this special Whose Line Is It Anyway edition of the synopsis, I am going to be reading this in a style of The Contempt That It Deserves. A comedy joke from Gav. Carry on. You're welcome. Something has dragged the TARGIS down to the planet and the, the doctor. The, the TARGIS. Okay. You were not right the first time. I have renamed it. Okay. It's fine. As long as I know. And the doctor doesn't know what. Meanwhile outside, some fucking giant ants on two legs mince about making an annoying high-pitched squeaking noise that seems to be upsetting only Vicky, who has to lay down and rest. I've only just seen these fuckers and I think I need to lay down as well. The TARDIS even gives up in deep hours. With nothing else to do, the Doctor and Ian put on their fancy raincoats and go investigating, which seems to involve just walking around the TARDIS several times. Back inside the TARDIS, Barbara and Vicky discuss education. Vicky knows nothing about history, but has degrees in medicine. Despite not knowing anything about actual medicine either. School's in the future, eh? After walking around the TARDIS eight times, Ian spots a giant pyramid just as he's about to trip over it. Then, using Barbara's gold bracelet that she's still wearing from the previous episode, the the bipedal ants drag Barbara out of the TARDIS with a giant gold magnets or something. Who knows? On her way out, she stops to have a go on the TARDIS console roundabout. Outside, one of the ants is joined by Dougal from the Magic Roundabout. Bored with the giant pyramid, Ian decides to get trapped in a giant web, so the Doctor goes back to the TARDIS for help, but Vicky's already disappeared with it. End of episode. Episode 2, The Zabby. I forgot to mention the episode 1 title, but there you go, who cares. It's got the web planet. Yes. The Doctor returns to Ian about an hour later. You can tell as the webbing's now dissolved. And because it hasn't rained yet, they decide their raincoats to be useless and take them off. They also discover that the stupid ants are dragging this TARDIS away. Meanwhile, Barbara has been joined by some dancing bees. <laughs> this is the magic roundabout, isn't it? The bees then do the dance of throw Barbara's gold bracelet into the acid. Now free from the giant gold telepathic magnet thingy, 
Barabbas starts talking to the bees whose immediate response is to kill her. See the fucker a killer with her, innit? <laughs> she uses a stick to escape though. Uh, in both in both examples, <laughs> yes. The ants and Dougal, the walking scrubbing brush thing, then capture Ian and the doctor. Vicky then leaves the TARDIS and also gets captured. One of the ants goes in the TARDIS and goes insane. He probably should have done the walk around. Back at the bee dance party, they tell Barbara they, they tell Barbara they are at war with the ants. Then to prove it, some ants turn up and they all have a puppet fight. Well, apart from one bee who's too busy dancing with Barbara. Killing didn't work, so I guess it's now it's trying to sleep with her. It's not like she hasn't tied up insects before. Back with the doctor, the ants place him under a tube and a voice says, Why do you come now? I'm hoping his answer is, it's just the way I'm standing. Escape to Danger, episode 3. The doctor explains that they are peaceful travellers, not hostile, but the tube doesn't believe him and offers them freedom in return for the secrets of his TARDIS and its armour for use against the invading Bee Gees. Oh, the TARDIS apparently works again as Vicky's accidentally fixed it earlier. The Doctor and Ian return to get an astro map to try and find out information about the invading bee fleet whilst Vicky's being held hostage. The Doctor convinces the tube to immobilise the guards in the immediate vicinity so he can use his machine. He should have gone the whole log and just asked for their surrender. I'm sure they'd have done it. Ian goes looking for Barbara who's been taken to the Creative Needles, which is beyond the giant web. Just left from the hanging gardens of Babylon, I guess. He comes across a giant ant. Oh god, that'd be terrible. Imagine what all the other ants would say. Oh god. Anyway, <laughs> Ian fights it and wins. Do we expect anything else? You second Anytime. Then a bee explains to Ian that it's actually their planet, not the ants, and they're being captured and kept as slaves. They decide to go to the crater of needles together, but scenery collapses on them. <laughs> the crater of needles. Firstly. Obviously the scenery is only polystyrene, so they're safe. Barbara and the slaves are feeding vegetation into pools, which go into the centre of the web to feed the dart force. Jesus Christ, is this still going? The giant noisy fucker ants put a slave collar on Vicky and the tube threatens to kill her. Well, the doctor has discovered the location of the invasion fleet so they raise an alarm. Ian and the bees are captured by the spaghetti-head people and they threaten to kill surface dwellers. Thankfully, they manage to convince them to fight against the dark power and the ants. The Doctor fiddles with one of the slave collars, then the tube discovers the Doctor's been withholding information because he accidentally presses play on his recorder thing and puts a slave, and the ants put a slave collar on them both. The spearhead of the invading bees are equipped with useless weapons apparently, essentially they're a suicide squad. Barbara and the bees decide they need to warn the suicide squad that they've been discovered. They're too late to prevent the spearhead with their useless weapons, they really deserve to lose with military tactics like this. I'm sorry, I just have to point out here. Yeah. You really spelt lose with two O's? Come on, I, I expect better of you. What, you didn't comment on all the other spelling mistakes? That all the other so spelling far? mistakes are acceptable. You know, you know, uh, whatever it was, putting an O instead of an I. 
but lose you're putting two O's you have to press I the O button twice to do that I know are you ashamed I am ashamed yes okay, I apologise you may that. carry on anyway the ants around Barbara and overwhelmed the suicide squad I guess they did their job in a way next episode invasion Vicky frees the doctor because she's wearing the broken slave collar that, do- that the doctor was fiddling around with earlier they then put a collar, the collar on the ant guard. The stupid ants chase Barbara into a cave and then stupidly retreat for no apparent reason. This is a battle of the idiots. There is a splinter group of bees in the cave and one of the surviving spearhead bees puts on an interpretive dance performance to prove his idea is the best and they decide to go to the centre of web with a special weapon to kill the power. Ian gets the spaghetti heads to take him to the centre of the web also. The Doctor, Vicky and Zombo the Ant also head to the centre and they meet Barbara as the bees are having a dance-off to decide the best strategy. Elsewhere, Ian fucks around in a cave. The bees give the weapon to the Doctor to take back to the Ant headquarters but when they arrive, the Doctor and Vicky are sprayed with web fluid. Cliffhanger number (laughs) 5. The Circle The tube won't kill the Doctor because it needs his intelligence and Vicky puts the weapon in the astro map thingy. Barbie and the bees then go to a bullfight, but with giant ants instead, and Zumbo almost gets killed, and one of the bees as well. Just stop you there, Gav. Yeah? I think Barbara and the bees should be a band name. I think they already are. Uh, their first hit was uh, Bullfight with Ants, I believe. Bullfight with Ants? Yeah. Wasn't that the album? Doctor and Vicky gets taken to the centre of the web and we're treated to some tentacle erotica. Meanwhile, Ian's still fucking around in a cave. Barbara turns up and finds the weapon in the astro map. Some ants turn up and everyone plays throw catch ball with a weapon and American football was born. Barbara eventually gets to the centre and uses the weapon to kill the dark one which turns all the ants docile. The Spaghettians and the bees make friends, everyone says bye, and everyone lives happily ever after. Except those who've had to sit through this <laughs> fucking travesty of six episodes. The Doctor's companions then fuck off. Thank God for that. Did, uh, did you like the episodes? Then? It's fantastic. Excellent. What made you say that? Well, I'm just, <laughs> just randomly saying that. Is it just a feeling you got from the tone? Just, just first off, the bees were uh, are actually Monoptera. Mm-hmm. Spaghetti heads are or Optera, uh, as Gav spills his beer all over the place. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and the ants are our Zarbi. Yes. Or, as the Monoptera put it, Zarbi, Zarbi. <laughs> In a particularly yes. hilarious. That yes. may actually the be the fight scene. I think we had a joint favourite part of the episode, which was which is uh, the fact that the entire thing is filmed in drunk vision. <laughs> yes. Yes. Not only do you have to be drunk to watch this, they decided to film it in drunk vision just to try and convince you that you're more drunk than you are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which, because to make the alien atmosphere, they uh, they both use special filters on on the cameras and. Uh, uh, and put Vaseline on, on the lenses as well. The only time I remember people using Vaseline on the lenses was in a Simpsons episode when someone was filming Homer in an erotic uh, pose. 
So, so whoever it was put, put a ton of Vaseline on the lens so that he would look better. Interesting, I don't remember that. No, but again, no one's surprised by this. But then again, if you ask me about the previous episode of Doctor Who, and I'll draw blanks as well. Yeah, that's why I had to write it all down. Well, I like how on this episode as well, the Doctor turns up and almost ruins everything. How so? How so, you may ask. I, I did ask. Yes, you did. There's nothing may about it. <laughs> but it turns up the the bees, or the Minoptera, they've, they've got a pan, plan in place and everything, and almost everything the Doctor does, so that he alerts the Zabi to their presence, he tells them where, they, where they're going to invade from and everything, he spoils the entire defence and plans. Well, I would say that's not the Doctor's fault. You didn't choose to land there. Yeah. It was brought down it, there yeah. by the yeah. by the animals. But it did turn up that. Or dark power, as you kept putting it. Yes. Well, that's what they call them to start with. But, yeah, it wasn't a very good uh, story. I mean, a lot doesn't happen. I mean, nothing happens. <laughs> a lot doesn't. A lot happens. Yes, no- a lot does A lot not happens happen. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens a lot. I mean, there were lots of scenes at the beginning with Vicky just in the TARDIS doing nothing. Aren't they with the best scenes? Probably, yes. Because we didn't have fucking giant bees running around. Well, a lot of people give it credit for its alienness. Alienness. Like Loch Ness. Yes, but more alien. Uh, mm. uh, unless Ted mm. Danson. But, uh, you know, because yeah. it's, just, it's just giant... Did you get that? No. No. But it's just giant insects. Yes, actually. I mean, you used to do it, but, yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's giant insects that talk funny. I mean, that's that's the extent of its alienness. That's probably the extent of most alienness on uh, Doctor Who, though. No, I disagree. Really? Yep. Well, then, not giant insects, generally. I mean... Just let's make these insects bigger, and then they can be aliens. I mean, I do, I did like the, well, and they were talking funny, obviously. But I do like the Optera, which were the spaghetti head people, as you pointed mm. out. Yeah, they were simple but effective. Mm. They weren't all doing ballet dances and shit like that. They look like fuzzy, cuddly things, like little teddies are covered in felt. No, no, they look cuddly. You like felt-covered things, do you? I like felt. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, but the bees or monoptera as they call them, but we'll call them bees. I, I, they had weird ways of walking, you know, moving and things. And it's just uh, don't don't yeah. watch them when they're speaking because their heads move and it yes. just gives you motion sickness. Yes, you will get seasick. Yes. Yes. They they just cannot stand still at all. That weird waving of the hands and nodding of the head and slow moving everywhere. And I just thought the whole thing was a bit too ambitious. Mm. They they had yes. uh, they had someone called Rosalind de Winter, who played I think one of the Minoptera, but she choreographed a lot of the movement, uh, and and apparently she went to a school of mime. Oh, I'll say that again: a school of mime. How do they teach in a uh, school of mime? Quietly. But show and tell, that would just surely be show and show. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, and do people... Uh, <laughs> I have come to show you a box 
and I'm stood in it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but surely pupils in the first year would still be doing boxes. Pupil, pupils who've gone like a couple of years after that, you know, not remedial pupils would still be doing mm. boxes, but I mean, pupils a couple of years after that would be doing dodecahedrons and things like that, surely. Advanced miming. Working. I like it. Hopefully, when you pass pass this this from the school, you'll be able to stand in the middle of cities, dressed in silver, pretending you're robots. This is what we're preparing you for. Surely they must be the uh, the amateur mimes. What were the professional mimes? They only they only mime boxes and things like that. Where where were the dodecahedron mimes? What do they do? They pop up in Doctor Who later on. Ah. In the chase, I think actually. No. We'll, we'll bring them up when they pop up because I because I'm convinced they're mimes as well. Only we've been conditioned to see them. Who conditioned us to see mimes? Rosalind de Winter. I hate her. <laughs> how do you, how for do, you two do reasons. How do you do homework for mime? Chuff <laughs> knows. I'm sure they don't have a problem with uh, pe- pupils talking though in that school. Yeah, there's not going to be a problem with that, is there? No. And you get detention. You don't have to write lines. You just uh, mime them. Mime them. <laughs> mime. I shouldn't do this a hundred times. Which will probably be harder than actually doing them. Well, they'll, they'll learn them to uh, to give the respect to the mime mm. school. Mm. Ah, I've got a brilliant idea. What we'll do is we'll write a novel, like Harry Potter, mm. but instead of a school of magic, we'll have a school of mime. It'll be brilliant, and it'll work especially well in a novel. It can be a guy who mimes wearing glasses. Yes. That'd be great. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make thousands of pounds. Just thousands, that's it. Oh, just pounds. People will pay us thousands of pounds to stop. <laughs> I'll be happy with that. It's a result in my eyes. Uh, you, you mentioned <laughs> about Vicky and her and feeling ill at the start because she can hear like a humming noise in the TARDIS. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I keep. Th- I, I just kept thinking, yeah, that's the that's the noise of the TARDIS. Seriously, yes. it's the TARDIS hum. Why doesn't no one notice this? <laughs> Maybe she's just. He just eventually got to her. Too After much humming. <laughs> too much humming. I've got a migraine now. I need you to get out. 20th I want some action. <laughs> you and your 20th I want a pet. You and your 20th century medicine. Yes, we mentioned the... the mm. Sorry, we mentioned the bees were Minoptera. The, mm. the ants were Zarbi. And the spaghetti things were Optra. Yeah. Forgot to mention the walking brush. Yeah. <laughs> yes, a, Dougal is an insect. The walking brush is yes. an insect, <laughs> yes. It's a colour, was it a larvae gun or something, was it called? Yes. That's so much stupid one. Zarbi larvae, I think it was called. I think that was one of the proposed names. Zarbi larvae. <laughs> Which I should have stuck with. Well, <laughs> <laughs> as well, you need some kind of amusement in this episode. And uh, yeah, I mentioned the the raincoats earlier that they wore, which were actually uh, respiratory compensators, so that they could breathe in space. Yes. Uh, yeah, the doctor mentioned yeah, 
after he took him off in the what were the second episode? Yes. He says they could just about survive with them taking him off, but they managed to rest up four episodes quite fine. Yeah, but uh, if it rained, they'd be fine. You know, they'd be kept dry and everything. Yeah. Their corpses would be kept dry. <laughs> <laughs> but then later on, he says, "Here, not that you need them anyway. Here's some tablets. What well, you couldn't give me them anyway." Oh no, we have to keep up wrapped up warm. He never said this. This is just me now saying this. He wanted Ian to dress up in his favourite costume. Yes. He wanted Ian dressed up as a fisherman. He has fisherman fantasies. Yes. Only in Doctor Who can you go into space wearing a raincoat and a hat. I know. I, I, there's something to love about that. There is. I mean, they were walking around on a basic the moon on a moon-like atmosphere. Or environment wearing a raincoat and a hat that is Doctor Who to me <laughs> nothing else just that a raincoat and a baker's hat yes it was a baker's <laughs> hat maybe he was going to McDonald's uh, I hope so I hope so. they've probably got one on there <laughs> the Vortis Homeworld McDonald's and also as I noted as I mentioned as well Vicky at one point, accidentally fixes the TARDIS. Which uh, the Doctor says, Ah, yes, uh, thank you, uh, you've uh, managed to realign the uh, the fluid link. Uh, he knew exactly how to fix it after Vicky had fixed it, and yet he couldn't do it himself. I think he just wanted to piss about on Vortis. That's, that's probably like the Doctor. It's not unbeknownst for him to uh, sort of lie about his TARDIS, is it? Unbeknownst, good word. It's, uh, it's almost as good as uh, that other word we use a lot. Thusly. That one, yeah. Yeah. And you're not using it now out of spite. Out of spite, yes. I refuse to use that word ever again. For 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 the next ten minutes, anyway. I'll, I'll be tiny in that, I'll make sure. Uh, Martin Jarvis appeared in this episode as a bee, or Monoptera. Mm. He, he played Alfred in the Batman Arkham City game. In the Arkham City game? Yes. I did not recognise his voice. Well, that's because he's such a consummate professional. <laughs> also, he was playing a bee in this. <laughs> and he, he also goes on to be on another... He's also in another two Doctor Who's after this. Which is a change from when they're making the web planet because they weren't allowed to use the same people they already had done. But they did say, unless they're sort of like being in costume and they can reuse them. Yeah. But they didn't want the same, mm. you know, they didn't want people recognised yeah. as, as being two different parts. Of course, that would all change in a few episodes. But we'll get yeah. to that on like, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, it, it just fucked everybody off for always appeared in it previously. Yeah, there was a. And, and Maybe they just didn't like everybody that appeared in it previously. And there was the companion who. Who's the companion after Ian? Why not say who it is? Um, well, it was turned down for a role in this because they thought they'd be they were they would be wasted mm. as uh, not drunk. They would just yes. be wasted as 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 a bee, and they should and they should uh, and they kept in mind and then cast him as the companion. Yes. You're too good for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they'd even say that they'd even say that to William Russell. How bad this episode was. Yeah, apparently William Russell also took second stage on this one. Who always had free reign to uh, do whatever he wanted on camera. Well, on this one, he was ordered to uh, 
give the Minoptera free reign of the camera space. Oh, really? Mm. Bees, no, bees, no, out, the doctor, bees, the doctor, bees outstaging me again. The doctor not Ian. No, no, you're lying now. Oh, no. You're always lying. Out of spite, more spite from you, I isn't it? Don't spite. Oh, well, I do spite all the time. Exactly. So anyway, Vicky, but, surprisingly, the, the, as you mentioned, had certificates when she was ten in like like physics and medicine and crap. She's obviously forgotten it since because she doesn't seem that smart, does she? No, not really. To say she had such an advanced, sort of educational background, and uh, yeah, she's uh, she's she's not majorly intelligent or anything. I think she's uh, uh, I think she's quite emotionally uh, stunted because she just seemed to put a lot of her emotion into pets, mm. which we'll get to. Yes, and she's very sort of like giggly as well at times, just like you. Not giggling. You were giggling. <laughs> that was awful. It was. Don't yes. ever do that again. See, I'm not good at it. I can't do it. You can't do it on command. There's lots of things I don't do on command. Do you understand echoes just out of interest? Uh, yes. Okay, because Ian apparently didn't. The doctor had to explain it to him in this episode. I see what you're doing here. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the so best part is the best part is Ian was going to going to like like put his hands into this the water which turned out to be acid, so the doctor's punishment uh, destroyed his old school tie, and then Ian whinged about it and he was like, "Well, fuck's mm. sake, I saved your life, you miserable cunt." Yes, but he destroyed his tie. Well, well that's that's quite uh, that's quite fine from from my perspective. It could have destroyed a shoelace or something inconsequential. But no, he went for his time. Could have destroyed his face. Be funny. That's inconsequential, isn't it? Yeah. No. Nope. And I don't like what you're implying. Though. Well, we'll take a break then, since you're upset. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about the beer now. That sounds good. We picked uh, a beer called Bumble Beer. Mm. If you can see what we did there. No. Oh wait, I've got it. Okay, yeah. it's also called Monoptera Mead. <laughs> okay, it's not. I'm not that that keen on it to be honest with you. No. It's but then I'm not keen on honey, so I don't know why we're bothered. <laughs> it reminds me of chocolate without the good part of the chocolate taste. I think. Well, does that does that mean anything to you? Sort of, yeah. It's it's also. Very, very fizzy. Every, every mouthful's like drinking foam rather than liquid, as well. Is it? I think so. Is it sure, are you sure it's not because yours is just a bit too fizzy? Maybe. Who knows? Yours does look a bit flat. Yes, yours is quite fizzy. Yes. <laughs> well, well, yours was. I don't know if you because yours did like overflow whenever you uh, opened it. Yes, and yours is quite flat. This, it's got a more distinctive taste because of it, though. Yeah, mine I tastes really... a bit more like air. Mmm, <laughs> 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 that great taste of air. There is a slight hint of garden as well in it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I threw some dirt in it. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's supposedly brewed with sort of several flower blossoms as well. It's not quite uh, petally, but... I wouldn't get it again. There's just something a bit off about it. It doesn't gel. 
as a flavour, I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't get it again. No. Back to the episode? Yeah, why not? Yes, again in this episode, we've had it a few times before, I remember distinctly in Planet of Giants, mm. where uh, Barbara was infected with... She is no longer infected. She was infected with that... Uh, the poison. The poison the from, from, the, from the, yeah. the seeds or whatever. Uh, when she didn't want to mention it to anyone because, mm. you know, God forbid she could get cured. But she does it again whenever her... Uh, Ah, uh, yes. I, Whenever her yes, bracelet I forgot about get, gets, gets moved by the magnetic thingy. Yes. She, uh, she, she, isn't, she isn't going to mention it to Vicky at no. start, and then eventually she does. And Vicky laughs at her for some reason, I don't know why. And then Barbara goes off to cry. Mm-hmm. That's how great this episode is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick up on that at the time. But good old Barbara. I don't know why she wouldn't mention it. I mean, they've been to to the history. They've been to the future and seen weird things. Would you? Would would? would I mean, are they yes. really going to think? And I don't know why Vicky laughed. She's in a yes. fucking box that travels in space and time, and she's worried about that. There is something weirdly abnormal happening to me that doesn't normally happen in happen to me within this not abnormal situation that I'm normally in every week. Say normal again. Normal, abnormal. That's more like. I can do it. Just not Abby in sentences. <laughs> but we, you know what I mean. We saw the Dalek bomb again. And the Dalek bomb was back, yes. Yes, for some reason it was in the Taurus. <laughs> Don't know why. Yeah. The doctors obviously thought, well, if there's one thing I'm going to keep in the Taurus, it's a Dalek bomb. Yes. And <laughs> this, was the da- this was the Dalek bomb with a face, yes. by the way. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking, does he collect something from every episode that he goes to? Which reminds me, the Monoptera, or bees, mm. they had a face on, on their back as well. Didn't they? I'm just wondering if that was to please the Daleks. Or confuse them. Confuse the Dalek? Yes. <laughs> Is that a company that comes around and confuses your Dalek? Mainly Dalek Steve. I'm sorry I mentioned them again. Steve, we have some bees dancing. I, I can't tell which way he's facing. No, what is going on? <laughs> Get rid of the dancing bees. Bring on the dancing bears. He likes dancing bears. Everybody likes dancing bears. Especially Dalek Steve. Of course. <laughs> the, uh, the, the TARDIS, I think you mentioned it when it went missing in, in the synopsis. Yes, uh, Vicky disappeared with the Taurus, although it wasn't entirely there, do we? No. And you were meant to think that it had uh, materialised away. Yes. Well, the cliffhanger, which it hadn't. It was just moved along the ground. Yeah, it, it was dragged by the ants, apparently. Yes. I'm not sure how they managed that. I don't know how they managed Because it. they can't walk. But the best <laughs> thing is, yeah, they walk like they're bursting for the toilet, don't they? <laughs> Where's the nearest toilet? <laughs> Well, the entire planet is a toilet, basically. Nobody told them that. Oh. But, but the effect of, of the TARDIS being moved along the ground is was just brilliant. It just, I, I just really wanted it to travel that way all the time. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, it would take a long time. Well, you, you'd have to, like, like, cut parts of that. How many parts of it? All parts of it, yeah. <laughs> Just, just the first bit where it starts moving it and then 
then like of a black screen where it says 83 years later and then they've turned up oh right if, if kind of like the same thing if you'd cut the web planet and you would have a <laughs> have a thing at the start of it and then and then they, between the, the end you would say 83 years later yes. imagine a really crap episode 83 years later and then <laughs> and here's the next one yeah I, I the way that the alien spoke uh, especially the Monoptera mm. and the Ultra. Mm. If, if they actually talk normally, I'm convinced that entire six-part episode would be three parts. They did talk quite slow. Were you trying to talk slow there? No, I was just uh, unencumbered with speech difficulties. Okay. Shouldn't have been encumbered with speech difficulties? Yes. <laughs> I'm getting things wrong all the time. Uh, you you think after after the Romans and if you recall uh, the doctor uh, let me think it, there was a map and yes. with his glasses and he and burned yeah. a hole with the sun and things yes. you think after that he would have realised how to destroy the ants which is just build a giant magnifying glass and just burn them to death that would have worked see but he should have done that but he's not a violent man he doesn't go around killing people. What about insects? Only, only cavemen with rocks. What about insects? Does he do? Because he kill them? No. Did, did you? Did you? Did you kill insects when you were when you were uh, young? I killed insects when I was younger, but I'm not the doctor. <laughs> That's just shocking. I did pin Daddy Longlegs down and pick the legs off them. <laughs> <laughs> I was an evil little child. Did you feel bad about it? No, of course you didn't. No, because I was an evil little child. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, when I was on holiday once, you know those mini fans you get that you hold in your hand? Mm. Uh, I, I did <laughs> I did clip the wings of a fly with them. But I did. I, I, but then I did feel really guilty afterwards. And I, went, and then I took the fly and put it on the windowsill. And then it disappeared. I think someone ate it. I did once get attacked by a moth in my room once. Yeah. And I, I trapped it in a bottle and then vigorously shook the bottle and I did feel guilty after that. What do you mean you were trapped in a room with your with a moth? Well, I weren't trapped in a room with a moth, but a moth came into my room and it was repeatedly eating me. Oh, right. So you... It was annoying me, so I trapped it in a bottle and I shook it vigorously about and then felt guilty. Did it die? No. That's all right. I'm sure my flies have done. It was probably badly injured, though. And had an So, so we wouldn't be good supervillains, is what you're saying? No, <laughs> be rubbish. Superman, I have this kryptonite to destroy you. Oh God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Lex Luthor, you're rubbish. I would have been fine doing the whole. Uh, Here, have a taking, chair. T- t- taking control, <laughs> taking control of Australia, but but I just didn't want to didn't want to kill Superman. Look at him, he's all nice. Speaking of holiday, which I have briefly mentioned there. No. The doctor, the doctor, the doctor did talk to the Zarbi, uh, like like uh, like you know how English people talk to foreign people on holiday by shouting all the time. You know they didn't speak. The Zarbi didn't speak English at all. They just like did boop, boop, things like that. But mm-hmm. but the doctor just shouted at them. And then and then eventually, then eventually he decided to use sign language 
which looked a bit like he was a cricket slash baseball umpire. Or if you don't like sports, he looked like a... a sign a, language ear. Sign language ear. Brilliant. The three sign language ears has performed at the School of Mime. <laughs> yeah, there was a spot that was almost considering for me quote of the episode for its banality. <laughs> But, uh, the, the, the six episodes that we were talking about but yes the story but uh, Ian said uh, he once saw a colony of ants work their way through a house yeah but when would he have seen this I'm thinking he probably had a dream once <laughs> he got bored and had a dream yes and then he imagined just scaling it up to the uh, to the Zabi size and saying they could eat their way through a mountain. All of a sudden they can eat rock. Maybe he meant a mountain of sugar. I could eat my work. No, I couldn't. I, mountain of cheese, perhaps. You a could mountain eat. of cheese I could do, definitely. Yeah. Although you didn't seem to care about cheese today. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> was it an off day for cheese today? It was an off minute. But being the cheese king... I had to regain my composure. You're not the Cheese King. I am the Cheese King. Who said you're the Cheese King? I said I'm the Cheese King. You cannot say you're the Cheese King. Someone else has to. And the uh, the Cheese Monkey said I'm the Cheese King. Who is the Cheese Monkey? Are you the Cheese Monkey as well? I am not is the Cheese Monkey. Is this some kind of uh, oligarchy dictatorship? The Cheese Monkey came and crowned me the Cheese King. Because the previous Cheese, cheese when King this, had died. When this Cheese Monkey came and crowned you, yes. was it a sexual thing? No. Did you want it to be? No. <laughs> <laughs> the best bit ever. Ah, oh, this should have been my quarterly episode. What? Right, the doctor, talking to Vicky, says... <laughs> he actually says the words, I'm trying to discover a little. He goes on to say something else. But I, for a second, I thought he was going to, going to read the lyrics of Erasure. It would have been great. What song was it? A little respect. A little respect. I think the doctor just wanted a little respect. Because he wasn't getting Is that his subtle way of... Yes. He <laughs> randomly quotes lyrics from songs. Yeah, it's either that or, or he's going to say, I get no respect. It's not going to get anything from Vicky. She's too far in the future for that. And uh, Barbara and Ian were way before her, is Yeah. So it's just falling on dead ears. Well, you never know. The Vicky might uh, there might be an Erasure Museum in the future or something. It's possible. I can't I can't discount it because I have not been to the future. It's only a matter of time. Um, t- towards the end, that there there was the attacking flying bit with with the Monoptera. Yes, the spearhead. The spearhead. I thought that was quite good. Yeah, it, it did look impressive for its time at least. Anyway. I just thought that was a good bit. It just needed Brian Blessed to shout, DIVE! <laughs> that would have been awesome. But I didn't have that. I'm quite disappointed with that. But but, but that uh, bit, yeah. you know, there's, there's the Minoptera and the Optera and the Spaghetti people who were the Optera. You know, and, and the Zar- well, there's the Ants, the the the, uh, the Optera and the... Uh, and the uh, Minoptera. The Bees. They were all fighting at the end, which it just reminded me a bit of uh, the Hobbit, because it was like the battle of the five armies at the end. Because there's all these armies fighting at the end, 
and then there was like like a pattern on the door of the animus like the dark power again it was called the dark mm. power in it as well mm. which just reminded me of the mines of moria as well so there's a lot of things in this that reminded me of of uh of tolkien i just thought i mentioned excellent whether it was delivered or i'm just saying it's there i don't know i'll have to take your word for it having not read anything yes or anything (laughs) shall we mention someone had a new pet why not vicky had a new pet (laughs) it was brilliant it was and she it was the aunt that 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 had the uh that they had the control of and she called it zombo (laughs) zombo really the only disappointing thing i have to say is barbara didn't kill it i was wishing so hard that barbara would kill it it may have got killed off screen we don't know because they eventually released it and it fucked off brilliant so what you're saying is i should write write a short story that takes place in 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 in, uh, extra continuity and have barbara kill zombo yes (laughs) yes we can have barbara killing everything well all the pets barbara killing all the pets ever i can't see anything wrong with that i'm sure it'll sell it'll sell in the thousands so what about the episode as a whole well i just want to say first go on this was another one with a cave yes I mean, there, ah, were, there, yes. there was this out of out of the first thirteen episodes I mm-hmm. counted. This was the sixth one with a cave. We're, ne- we're nearly going for half, yeah. You know, because there was an earthly child, the Daleks, <coughs> Marco Polo. They all featured caves. The Sensorites, the Rescue, the Web Planet, and the Cave of Caves. Okay, I made the Sensorites up. But the episode as a whole, anyway, the episode as a whole. No, it didn't Mm. work. Some random rare bits did, but I didn't like it. I wouldn't watch it again. Let's put it this way, we've watched Mm. it twice for this fucking podcast, but I'm not watching it again. (laughs) Ever. Unless we do another run through of the entire series. Yes. Which we'll do when we're 48. (laughs) Yeah. Part of the problems were it costumes really as well, weren't it? Oh, too big and cumbersome. The the action scenes were just non-existent. Yes. It was just bundled six people into a small area that randomly bumped into each other and called that a fight. Yeah, and a lot didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then you have your main sort of villains. Well, the Animus was the main villain who talked, but but the the main villain underneath that was the Zarbi. And they didn't talk at all. Mm. They just ran around looking for a toilet. And they were just a slave of the giant tentacle paw and a brain thing. Yeah, the animals. Mm. Which was easily defeated by Barbara. Not sure how good that was. With an isotope. Yeah, well, Ian Ian didn't manage it, did he? It was fucking only curves. No, they eventually got there and he was like, Oh, my head. Oh, oh, I'm so crap and rubbish. He actually said that. No, we didn't. <laughs> he said, I am far too awesome for this show. I'm fed up with doing everything for everybody. Somebody else, please do something. Well, that's what he said. Soon enough, he'll leave, and then we'll all be happier. Quote of the episode, then. In, yes. in, in very slim pickings. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think we've decided to go for the exact same scene. 
No, I went for a different. Have or have you, you copied me? Have you actually changed it? Are you go well, I'm going for the, the scene where. Oh, yeah. you know, oh the yes, doctor. you changed it after, after a bit, didn't you? Yes. I forgot, yes. Yes. Uh, Ian and the doctor are chatting, uh, and this is, this is my. Well, it's not bad. It's my quote of the episode. And here it is. Thusly. Which is quite an amusing. Uh, it's quite amusing, yes. But hmm. uh, you know, it, 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 there was there wasn't loads of things. I mean, it's not like hmm. the Romans when I give you a quote and and there was loads of things like that. This is that was just it. That was it. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there is very little to choose from. And so I went for the... Uh, what was your Ian moment of the episode, Jeff? Oh, my Ian moment of the episode. Ian didn't have a moment in this episode. Oh, did he not? No. no. So you're going for something... So for, what, are you, what, what are you going for a quote that doesn't involve Ian at all? Yes. Okay, carry on. Yes, but is this possibly the second time I've done this? Second and uh, what, out of 13? Uh, that's, yes. that's quite a lot. I mean, I bet you I could find 13 Doctor quotes of the episode from every single episode, but, but you've only found 11 Ian moments of the episode. Yes. Okay, get on with it. So I'm going for the scene where Vicky and Barbara are talking about Vicky's education. Oh, it's a nice scene, but here it is. So you studied medicine at school, did you? Yes, of course I did. Didn't you teach it? No. We worked upwards from the three R's. Reading, writing, arithmetic. Oh, it was a nursery school. It was not. Oh, I wish I'd gone to your school. We had to take a certificate of education in medicine, physics, chemistry. Oh, wait a minute. How old were you? Well, I was ten when I took the... Ten? <laughs> what did you do in your time? Live in the classroom? Live in the what? Classroom. Lecture hall. How long did you stand? Almost an hour a week. We had these machines, you see, and we all... All right. Uh, let's see. We have a letter here from an avid listener. I'll just read it. Thanks for writing in, but I'm afraid your second suggestion contravenes the Obscene Publications Act of 1964. Please feel free to get in touch again, though. Which does remind me, or does it remind you, you, you know as well? What, 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 what? You tell me, what tell me. I'm, I'm excited now, I'm excited. I'll stop you here, because we have quite a few more questions. Oh, do we? Yes. So instead of going through all of them now, how about we do a question and answer podcast by itself to answer them? That's crazy talk, but I like it. We'll do that then. In a couple of weeks' time? There'll be a question and answer session. Uh, podcast from us. We'll be drinking something random. Yes. Look forward to that, don't you? So, in the meantime, if you've got any other questions to send us for the uh, preceding podcasts after that, Preceding podcasts after that. Yes. Uh, I'm getting all my tenses mixed up today. You really are a time traveller, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. 
Yes, if you want to email us, just go to drunkentimetravel at gmail.com. And this week I'm uh, determined to say it right. It's drunkentimetravel.blogspot.com. That's our website. And our Twitter page is... At Junk Time Travel. And are we available on iTunes? Uh, I think we are. Excellent. So next time, that's in three weeks. One week we have the Q&A. Two weeks after that will be the Crusades. The Crusades. Written by me. And drunken by us. Indeed. And it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from him.